0: Minute is rated R. The Rocky Horror Picture Show is also rated R. We're going to spend this time discussing the movie in gory detail, and along the road, we will talk about some adult content and use some of our favorite swear words: butthole Road, cockshoot clothes, fanny hands lane. Consider yourselves warned. Welcome to Rocky Horror Minute, the podcast where we break down the Rocky Horror Picture Show in excruciating detail, one minute at a time. I'm one of your hosts, Leandra, and I'm your other host, Kelly. And joining us today for the first time, because this is the first time that we're, we're recording this minute, is John Finn Parker of the Bat Minute and Hedwig Inch by Angry Inch.
1: Hey, hello, hello! Thank you for having me. I'm very excited.
0: We're so happy to have you.
1: Hey. Absolutely. I don't know why I'm a nightmare.
0: <laughs> <laughs> no. I've had worse.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I highly doubt that.
0: All right, Kelly, give us a good description of what happens in this wonderful minute.
2: All right. So today we're discussing minute 40 of the Rocky Horror Picture Show. And this minute begins where we left off last minute with Frank saying success, because the previous line was, oh, I just love success. And then Riff Raff says, he's a credit to your genius master. Magenta says, a triumph of your will. And then Columbia uh, does not read the room at all and says, he's okay. Which sort of <laughs> kills the energy. Frank screams, okay, and slaps the tank, kind of scaring everyone. And then leads rocky over to brad and janet oh, well he says i think we can do a little better than that and then leads rocky over to brad and janet and then says now brad and janet what do you think of him and janet lies through her teeth and says well i don't like men with too many muscles which doesn't make frank any happier he says i didn't make him for you that scares Brad and Janet, they go over to the other side of the room, and then he leads Rocky over to his birthday present, which is wrapped at the moment, and says, begins a song, and the first line is, a weakling weighing 98 pounds, and that's the end of the minute.
1: No, 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 it's pounds. Pounds.
2: <laughs> so, I, I can't do it as well as a liver And it's uh, perns
1: <laughs> It's such a strange delivery Which I'm sure we're going to get to But o- only Tim Curry mm-hmm. can do it this well
0: mm-hmm. <laughs> You he missed one of my favorite <laughs> You missed one of my favorite lines, Kelly Oh, I dropped a line, what was it? He carries the Charles Atlas Seal of Approval Oh
2: yeah, hey. of course That leads to one of my favorite stupid callbacks I can't believe I missed that
0: <laughs>
1: Now, the first note I had, because this whole scene is amazing, is like I love that this tank. Well, I love that this tank is clearly he's not pouring the liquid into it.
2: Mm-hmm. Like it's no, been not made to
1: look this way, <laughs> mm-hmm. but it's uh, it's a very bad illusion, but in like a great way.
2: Yeah, I think we talked about it in previous minutes, but the tank was a reused prop from uh, was it Brad or *Frankenstein*?
0: Revenge of Frankenstein Revenge and Frankenstein. Bride of Frankenstein oh. and Frankenstein goes to jail and Frankenstein scared oh straight. God. The exact same <laughs> yeah, part.
2: Frankenstein oh. goes to Vegas. <laughs> a
0: tuna Frankenstein, yeah.
1: Hell yeah, I'm up for all of these movies, come on.
0: <laughs> yeah, it, you didn't realize how deep it went, but it's, it's almost like Batman. There's, there are a lot of iterations. Some Total. of them are canon, some of them are not, but all of them are
1: wonderful. <laughs> Oh hell yeah! I'm up for any Frankenstein movie. I'll, even if I hear it's crap, I don't care. I'm watching it. Yeah,
0: yeah. I kind of like the crappy ones. Yeah. They, of course, I, I like Rocky Horror. So <laughs> perhaps I don't have the best taste. <laughs> yeah.
1: Hey, everybody likes this movie, right?
0: Everybody I know, That's or true. at least they're lying. They have well, the decency to.
1: I, I think maybe it's an English thing. I don't know. But uh, pretty much everybody here likes it. I mentioned to someone at work that I was going to be on this podcast and they were very excited. They're like, oh, my God, I love that movie.
0: Yeah.
2: yeah. And this is I, a boring I, I work would, person. I only recently learned that some people regard this as, like, a so-bad-it's-good movie.
1: Oh. Like,
2: around the time I started doing Rocky Horror, which I think was in 2017, I... Um, Somebody was saying, like, oh, was trying to describe it to somebody else when they found out I was doing this show, and they're like, oh yeah, yeah, it's just it's one of these movies, and the movie is terrible, but it's so hilarious to laugh at it. And I was like, the movie's not <laughs> well. I wouldn't say it's terrible. Maybe you just didn't understand. It was campy on purpose. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, but I mean, like, now granted, there are, let's say, certain elements of filmmaking were forgone (laughs) in in favor of campiness or just plain old budget concerns but it's uh i I genuinely thought that everybody loved this movie and thought it was a masterpiece of film until fairly recently
1: that's masterpiece (laughs) well
0: (laughs) yeah
2: a,
1: a, a um it's a classic in its own right so I, I thought yeah. the exact same thing. Like I, At the moment, I'm all familiar with Campy because on Batman, it, we're talking about Batman <laughs> yeah. and Robin, uh, which is a, a, allegedly a camp classic, if you ask me. <laughs> but, you know, I've, I've been really <laughs> to
2: watch it for a long time.
1: Oh, oh I love hating it. it. It's wonderful. Like Poison Ivy is a drag queen in the best yes. possible sense. In fact, I want poison ivy to come back into the movies and be played by alaska thunderfuck
0: oh my god <laughs> yeah. that would be so good
1: <laughs> do it do it people
0: <laughs> you heard it here first this is what this is what we all want
1: we do we do and alaska actually has dressed i don't think they've played them but they've dressed as frank
0: i think i saw that mm-hmm. i know that trixie was on a rocky cast for a little bit
2: oh uh, well, yeah I see that.
0: Trixie and Mattel, please come on our podcast.
1: I know you're
2: listening.
1: <laughs> I've, I've tried to get her on the Hedvig one, and she never replied.
2: <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, she's she leaving us the on superstar.
1: <laughs> no, no, yeah. so I'll, much I'll much. cut her some slack. She never opened the message, so it's
2: fine.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Same with Jinx Monsoon, never opened the message.
2: Uh-oh. <clears throat> oh, Jinx would have been
1: fun. Yeah. Well, she's played Hedvig, so I thought, oh, it's perfect. But, you know, she probably gets five billion messages a minute.
2: Well, Trixie's about to be on tour in like Europe and England and stuff, so it's up oh, to you. Oh, so I can uh,
1: go to the show, shove a Dictaphone yeah. in her face and get her thoughts. Okay. Yeah.
0: <laughs> I, I heard the first part of Dictaphone and went, what? Yeah, just show the Dictaphone.
1: Well, you know, uh, she might appreciate that.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I mean, she's not Willem, so <laughs> perhaps not.
1: <laughs> but. Back in this as well, I had a question. Right, why why does Columbia only think that he's okay? I mean, I agree personally, but I'm weird.
0: You're yeah, weird. no, he's
2: not my type either. I think I've discussed this in the past. He's like, for me, the the male. Well, I guess Frank, if we're considering him a male, would be the would be the pinnacle of male attractiveness in this movie. But um, mm. Brad would would come second. So, yeah, Yeah. but I think I always thought Columbia was like a little jealous. Mm. What do you think, Leander? I can see that.
0: Yeah, jealous because it's yet another person who's stealing her Frankie time. Yeah. Yeah. Now, in the commentary, which I've
2: talked about several times, the Patricia Quinn and Richard O'Brien commentary, Patricia Quinn claims that that particular line reading like the tone of voice she used was Patricia's idea and she said I gave Nellie a note and told her to say it like that and it surprised everyone and Tim Curry's reaction was genuine in that moment I don't (laughs) know if that's true not to cast any aspersions on Mm -hmm. something Patricia Quinn said but that that's what she said in the commentary was that originally columbia was supposed to sound really enthusiastic and genuinely be like yeah he's okay but then um it's
1: yeah.
2: in the movie it's more like, ah he's okay kind of sound
1: that's much funnier yeah,
0: yeah it it makes sure. sense too because in the rocky horror show the stage directions kind of imply that columbia should be going he's okay Mm-hmm. And instead, this is supposed to be like a oh yeah, it's fine. I, well, I like this. I mean, sure.
2: Frank's scripted reaction would make more sense if she was kind of dissing Rocky, right? Yeah. Yeah. So because of that, I don't know. Um, I don't know if it was ever necessarily intended to be like a like an enthusiastic. Praise yeah, nobody of Rocky, uses the word,
1: Nobody uses the word okay. As an enthusiastic word today. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah it's okay. Yeah. Yeah.
2: <laughs>
1: Which is hilarious because he's created life, god damn it. And it's <laughs> yeah, only okay. <laughs> oh yeah, pretty good.
0: <laughs> yeah, I mean, right number of appendages, one would assume. Uh oh. hair's a little bit dodgy, but you know it's oh god, fine that hair. <laughs> the hair. yeah i know we discussed that hair at length in a previous
2: episode just because I, I but we came to the conclusion that this was probably seen as an attractive hairstyle in the 70s <laughs> it's oh just god that, it probably uh, was yeah because of the beatles and everything i didn't think about it i always thought that like Without thinking about it, I honestly thought that he was supposed to look like a young boy, in a sense, because that's what that hairstyle reads as to me now.
1: Yeah, maybe maybe that is what it is,
2: because
1: he's just been born, and he's kind of innocent, in in a way.
2: I mean, realistically, that's probably just the hairstyle Peter Hinwood was rocking at the time.
1: (laughs) Rockying.
0: (laughs) Yeah. In the original stage production of the Rocky Horror Show... The uh, the person playing Rocky had long hair, and I thought that that was very interesting. Ooh, uh, the yeah. what was considered super hot and cool at the time uh, was very kind of beefy jacked men, <laughs> yeah. and it was kind of hard for uh, for them to find that. And also right. have it be somebody who could sing and act and possibly dance, and is fine with wearing fishnets and a corset. <laughs> so it's just you, at some point you have to sacrifice something.
1: Yeah, yeah, yes. I, I get that. Like it's um, there's not a lot of men like that who would even want to sing like in something like this.
0: Well,
2: Peter Henwood was one of them. <laughs> That's not his voice, no.
0: It is yeah. not.
1: No, no, no. Um, I didn't know that for years either. Like I mm-hmm. just assumed, like, oh, okay, singing voice is really different to what I imagined, but that's fine.
0: <laughs> he didn't even get to keep his yeah. grunt. They probably None thought of the they, audio.
1: They probably thought if any of yeah. his actual audios in there, it's almost, it's too jarring. It's going to sound too different when it like flips.
0: Yeah, I guess. All I know is I'd be super embarrassed if I uh, if I saw this and went wow none of my voice is actually in this it's kind of like <laughs> singing in the rain only i'm embarrassed
1: <laughs> hey it worked for darth vader the you know the actor they cut all of his dialogue out without telling him
0: <laughs> oh yeah that's true
1: <laughs> yeah and they just like replaced but, him with james earl jones
0: i mean but being replaced by james earl jones exactly that, that's fine
1: well i'd be fine with it but apparently he was not happy and he held well, that grudge yeah, I mean, like the the died
2: <laughs> having that happen after the fact i a fact i can understand why that would be offensive but <sighs> yeah that's right james O'Jones jones is such an incredible voice actor that um it, it's like how could yeah. you not uh choose yeah. that voice but
1: <laughs> especially because this yeah. guy was from i can't remember exactly where in england but it was like cornwall or something which is like how do I put it politely? Without upsetting people, it's not a good accent. <laughs> <laughs> it's uh, it, you sound like a farmer. <laughs> so that's not Darth Vader. I'm sorry.
2: <laughs> yeah, I guess that's true. You would want you would expect if he had an English accent, you'd expect it to be like a posh one, right? Hmm.
1: Yeah, not a weird country like, farmer. Yeah.
2: Although I guess I mean Anakin's roots that. Of course, none of that, that. Kinda would make at the sense, time. actually. Yeah.
1: And then and Luke Becomes should. a Farmer. This is a Star Wars podcast now.
0: Yeah, I was about to say, is. has anyone done Star Wars Minute? That would be a really interesting podcast. Uh, be a novel I mean, icon. maybe after we're done with drag minute. <laughs>
2: <laughs> right. Well, we're getting into all of them on this episode. <laughs>
0: yeah, we'll we'll catch them all.
1: Pokemon so... Minute. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Oh, jesus christ
2: <laughs> literally i could choose doing this to get back this on topic,
0: topic. <laughs> so i i really love kind of the domino effect of uh, what nell says she says he's okay and then frank immediately turns his head it's just like very snappy and then riff magenta who also <laughs> just as a side notice, super short comparatively only visible from like the chin up because she's stretching. She doesn't even turn to face Columbia. She looks angry. She's just like seething. And I love that. Yeah. It is
2: kind of like like everybody is astonished that Columbia would have the balls to say that, which is fair because we've seen how Frank reacts to insubordination,
1: (laughs) (laughs) how he flips out at everything.
0: Yeah, he doesn't chill. Yeah.
1: No. Well, that's the interesting thing about Frank. In fact, let me just say, I believe I said uh, before that Columbia says he's okay. Slightly wrong there. Please ignore my uh, mistake. But, um, yeah, Frank, I find him a fascinating character because he's quite complicated for a movie like this. You would Mm. think in a movie like this, just make him two-dimensional, make him silly, make him camp, done. But no. Like, he's he's a, he's a villain like he's a horrible horrible individual yeah. but you love him at the same time you very conflicting uh sort of uh, yeah. feelings
2: and he's got he's got a tragic element to him you know mm. especially well, okay. i mean after after i'm going home that's that's where i think frank's really big like uh sympathy number but
1: yeah cuz i get the impression maybe he I'm just thinking outside of the box, really, that maybe he came to this planet and discovered all of these new wonderful things and reveled in it and loved it and like, wanted to stay and enjoy, but that's not what they were there for. That's not what they do. Mm-hmm. I think maybe maybe back on their planet, they don't even have genders. These are disguises entirely. Mm-hmm. This is my headcanon.
0: Yeah, well, there's a <laughs> like play, right, Leandra? the the sequel to Rocky Horror that doesn't exist but definitely exists right? and, and isn't shock treatment
1: oh yeah
0: it's Revenge that, of the Queen
2: yeah that has descriptions or something right that implies that they are not humanoid or human looking
1: aha on I'm planet. on the right track then. yeah
2: yeah disguise that's what I've
1: always thought is like on their planet Maybe they've only got one sex, and when mm-hmm. they've come to Earth, they've just adopted these disguises. And then Frank, almost—it's almost like he picked the, the the wrong disguise in his mind. Like, oh no, no, I want to, I want to play with this a little bit more. I want to have more fun. <laughs> <laughs> and um, that does kind of make him tragic as well, because he—he seems to just love Earth in a, in a hedonistic yeah. fashion, but he loves it. Uh, he like yeah, he's liberated really. and free, and he's offering that to everybody. But in doing so, as well, he goes too far, and he's a bit—how do I word this? Rapey?
0: Tyrannical? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Definitely not great choices. Mm.
1: Yeah. And it's but not an excuse, think- but does he do- does he understand that? I don't know. We don't know anything about their race.
2: I would say even the people making this movie didn't fully understand <laughs> some of the consent issues in the film at the time.
1: Some yeah. of them. I think they probably um, just thought this will this will freak out the norms watching it.
2: <laughs> right, right. I, I think that that wasn't a conversation that was being had quite to this degree in 1975. Mm. So, because of that, you know, it some of the scenes are really uncomfortable. <laughs> <laughs> from a modern point of view i, I think
1: in a way though, that adds to them uh maybe it wasn't what was intended but it adds an extra layer to the characters and whatnot yeah. well that's
0: what i was going to jump in and say um if frank were just a a very lighthearted kind of foppish flamboyant gay character mm. i don't think that rocky would have had the staying power that it that it really does have the fact mm-hmm. that he's so many different things he uh, and he's the villain but it's a kind of a complicated character i think that that is part of what makes people go okay well this isn't just uh, one thing this is yeah. something that even if uh, even if he's doing terrible things he's also very much owning his sexuality and i can identify with
1: that yeah yeah mm-hmm. And, you know, because it, it, it is kind of – this isn't about the specific minute. I apologise. I've gone off down a rabbit hole. Um, yeah. But, you know, this whole movie, it's it's quite deep considering what it is, you know, because it's about sexuality, gender expression, consent, as we talk about. It's more than it appears on the surface, which I I find fascinating the more you delve into it. Because the first time you watch it, you're like, oh, it was a fun, campy musical. It's like, oh, actually, there's there's a lot of depth here. And it's kind of similar yeah. to Hedwig in that sense. Cause, you know, uh, Hedwig's about more about – yeah, they're very similar, aren't they? Like Hedwig's more about actual gender identity, whereas I'd say Rocky's more about like liberation and gender expression. But those things yeah. go hand in hand.
0: And I yeah. don't know that there would have been a a Hedwig and the and the Angry Inch were it not for the movies that came before it. Rocky oh, Horror. Um also The Man Who Fell to Earth. Just David Bowie, uh, being uh, being this gender bent alien, mm-hmm. uh, was I think super uh, super important to kind of prog- uh, progressing things uh, for for cinema.
1: Yeah, that's actually a really good call. I've never made that connection before. Rocky Horror and uh, The Man Who Fell to Earth have a kind of connective tissue. Uh, actually, no. another reason I thought Hedvig was similar is because they they kind of. Well, Frank, I think these days you'd describe him maybe as like a gender fluid pansexual alien. And yes. uh, Hedwig's kind of the same. Like they ultimately discover a, a kind of non-binary identity and they are openly yeah. bisexual because they do say, I must find my other half. But is it a he or a she? Yeah. People always overlook that with Hedvig. They're They're open to anything. <laughs> a bit like Frank, like, OK, bring it on.
0: And when you said the thing about maybe the uh, maybe the aliens in Rocky don't actually have more than one gender, I was thinking about the origin of love. So it yes. all just kind of ties together in my brain in, in a very uh, unkempt knot.
1: Yes, everything's connected. That's my hashtag over at Bat Minute.
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and I honestly, the the character of Hedwig, I think, is similar to Frank in that we don't, have much information in the text about Hedwig's true gender identity. Mm-hmm. Like we know how they present and obviously a lot of things they've gone through to be in that situation. But I've, I've witnessed many spirited debates about Hedwig's gender and the yeah. same is definitely true of Frankenfurter. Um, it's,
1: it's very similar. Cause Hedwig, yeah. like they didn't choose to be a woman. Right. And arguably at the end they're not casting it off, but they yeah. are reborn almost as a as a new entity, as a third. as non-binary. Yeah, I mean, there's,
2: there's not any real way of knowing, but I think there's a decent argument to be made that Hedwig would never have become you know, would have never played with their gender identity if they hadn't been through that sort of Hmm. traumatic experience um, that kind of forced them to live as a woman for a while, but which is not to say that by the end of the movie, clearly they're not identifying as a man, but mm-hmm. would that have happened if not for the earlier events in their life? There's no, there's no evidence one way or the other, you know?
1: I, I And I like that because it makes it more yeah, interesting yeah, and, um, and open to interpretation and things like that.
2: Yeah, it's, it's, absolutely. It's and thing. Rocky's the same way. I mean, we don't have any real way of knowing whether Frank is just a really enthusiastic drag queen or, <laughs> you know, gender fluid in some way.
1: Yeah, yeah. And um, we don't know, like, as, as we said, on their planet, is he a male alien? Who knows? Yeah. I, they, I or don't as think...
0: I like to call it, a male Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <sighs> So
2: I didn't, ha- I didn't really have many other notes for the minute. I love the way that Janet kind of uh, panders to Brad and even looks at him for approval <laughs> when, she's, <laughs> when she's saying, you know, that she doesn't like men with too many muscles, which is also kind of a backhanded, <laughs> backhanded jab at Brad, which is hilarious to me.
1: And it, it, did, uh, it did catch me off guard a little bit, the way Frank is into that. Because you don't expect someone like this to be into the big jock, <laughs>
2: you know? It's
1: quite really. interesting. You assume Frank's going to be into, like, the, the weirdo goth kid or something.
2: Yeah, I mean, I guess that's true. I To me, it, like, I think we've maybe talked about this in the past, but Frank actually is for you know for dressing as a woman and everything frank is pretty butch at several moments in the in the movie yes. so and i think it's heavily implied at least that he's topping so it's interesting
1: i love that about him the way he yeah. plays with expectations there because he despite some affectations he is quite masculine He, he he's a man He's just dressing, yeah. I mean, way. he's
2: gone with that uh, <laughs> whipping riffraff and everything.
1: Yeah.
0: It, and I've said this perhaps too uh, too often, but because I uh, I experienced Rocky for the first time at a very young age, I don't think of any of this as being at all sexy, barely even sexual. <laughs> I see somebody in a corset, and I don't. Clock that is like lingerie in a in a sensual sort of way. I go like, wow, that's probably sweaty. So, <laughs> like all uh, all of this has made me completely ungender my thoughts on on really all clothing, uh, and yeah. I've been like that pretty much my entire life. I like yeah. that,
1: but I will argue that Tim Curry is sexy in this. Come on.
0: Oh yeah. Uh, <laughs> I mean, yes, I'm not saying that he isn't. I'm saying that like I first experienced Rocky as like a toddler, and I'm not sure that i uh, I thought of anybody as sexy as a toddler. I
1: should hope not anyway yeah, yeah.
0: i I wasn't a sexy little baby like some of us,
1: <laughs> some of us can't help it, you know, sexy since birth, but
0: you know. yeah, <laughs> I'm still waiting for that to kick in. Yeah, but you do wear a diaper, so... (laughs) No, that's our friend Miguel.
1: (laughs) Anyway... Back to
0: Rocky. Uh, One thing about uh, Janet saying that, I don't like men with too many muscles. Uh, Brad smirks and then clearly starts looking at Rocky's dick, whereas Rocky is looking directly at Janet's feet. And I just, I don't understand what rocky is getting out of this i wonder if he's going are her feet weird or are our shoes a thing
1: No, i think he's into feet
0: (laughs) yeah
2: although her feet you know she's wearing shoes at that moment
1: some people are into that too
2: yeah Yeah, maybe he's just like wow those shoes are terrible because they really are
1: (laughs) and you know what i'm not gonna kink shame him he can like whatever he likes i don't get it personally but you do your thing (laughs)
0: this is absolutely off topic and at, and definitely going to stay in but yeah. there was a tumblr a while ago and i bet you can still find it, it called something along the lines of my dick looks great in these shoes <laughs> and oh my god! It's just, please
1: tell me it's what it sounds like
0: it, it yeah. is exactly what it sounds like <laughs> if you look at that many Dixon shoes. It's like just looking at a giant toe in a in a pump, and it's awful. But oh, there's so much of it.
1: That's that's absolute gold. I need to see it. Although you'll then get into a weird headspace where when you see uh, a penis not in a shoe, it it yeah. looks odd.
0: <laughs> yeah, looks like a weird like ET toe.
1: <laughs> Could you please put a shoe on that, sir? <laughs>
0: Oh, one other thing. Um, Fran, Fran wider up in the uh, top, she's looking down at all this happening and she, she's just stretching out her back by leaning forward onto the rail. And as a a somewhat large woman, I've, I've done that move many times, particularly if I'm wearing heels, just kind of trying to shift my weight in a way that <laughs> looks casual. And I, I'd love her all the more for it.
1: <laughs> Relatable moves. I like that. Well, in the crowd, actually, you must have talked about him already. Biggins.
0: Oh yeah, Do you uh, know, yeah. do you know <laughs> yeah. him over there? We don't know mm-hmm. him over uh, over here, but uh, we do know, know that he's um, a big deal over there.
2: Yeah, exactly. I, I know he I know of him, but yeah, he's not he's not like a household name here the way I take it he is in Britain.
1: Oh yeah, yeah. I mean, I imagine young people now probably don't know him, but it, even uh, my age <clears throat> thirty five uh, like, I, I grew up knowing who he was. He was on TV, he's like a stage actor, did theatre work, did pantomimes, which are the most English thing in the world. And um, he did get in a lot of trouble, though, when he went on Big Brother. Oh, he, what did he do on Big Brother? He was being both biphobic and a little bit anti-Semitic.
0: Oh, That's- God. Well, that's not very cash money of you, Christopher no. Biggins.
1: Uh, but, um, you know, Big since Brother's I'm not an idiot, it. I didn't watch Big Brother, so I, I can't uh, talk too much about it. But I remember the news going around, like, oh, no, he's, uh, he's in a lot of trouble.
2: Big Brother's huge there, though, isn't it?
1: Oh, God, yeah, yeah. Like, not so much now, like, but it was.
2: Well, yeah, I would say the last time – I was probably for the last time in Britain in um, – in, like, the mid-2010s. Mm. And I was shocked at how, like, Big Brother was everywhere. Like, yeah. <laughs> like Big Brother... In a different Big way Brother than the US. The headlines. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like, the the happenings of Big Brother were the headlines of, like, every newspaper at the convenience yeah. stores. It was crazy to me. I mean, like, was- we, we definitely love our reality TV over here, but <laughs> I don't think there's any one show that would that would make headlines here.
1: Oh, that's crazy. Yeah, because it was everywhere here. I mean, I last watched it in 2001. (laughs) I watched the second series, and that's the only one I've ever watched. But you could watch it 24 hours a day. There was a channel dedicated to it. So you could just watch them all day, every day. They were just sitting around, like, reading, and you could watch them. And it was kind of weirdly hypnotic.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, there's something... Very strange about watching somebody else be bored.
1: Yeah. <laughs> oh, it's odd. It's odd. And uh, But, I mean, obviously, Biggins was on the celebrity version, which is a much shorter sort of truncated version of the of the show.
0: That checks out.
1: And t- tying into other things we were talking about earlier, one of the winners of a relatively recent celebrity show was uh, Courtney Act, one celebrity big brother. So drag queens oh, yeah. again. I didn't know that.
0: Yep, Good for me. I it, knew that. We love Courtney. Act,
1: And she blatantly yeah. did a whole like bit when she, when she came out because people kept going, Oh, she had a wardrobe malfunction. It's like, no, no, no. I know drag Queens. This was deliberate. <laughs> like basically <laughs> yeah, that's her entire my, that's dress came off. That's my MO as off. well. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Her whole dress came off. So everybody had to see her uh, naked, including Tuck.
2: Yeah. It's, it's like, like she did like, that
1: deliberately.
2: Yeah, I pull that all the time, and people are catching on that I'm just wearing tearaway garments. It's, but...
1: <laughs> it's genius. I...
0: I remember the first time uh, you did floor show and I was like, you should probably just keep your bra on because you're just going <laughs> to pop out. they are like, no, it's fine. And you were just running around trying to do the dance, holding your boobs because yeah, they I, were I, <laughs> comically out of the corset.
2: It was, I was, I was, just was like, go backstage. It. And, you know, <laughs> she starts off with, she starts off with like the boa covering her and there's, yeah. um, I was, I could feel that I had maybe popped out of my corset and I had practiced this at home, but at home I had way more time to lace it really tight than I, it's a really quick change during the show. So I could (laughs) feel that I, I was pretty sure I had popped out of my corset, but I wasn't sure until the first time she spreads her arms wide and the whole crowd like went wild (laughs) because both my tits were just out with no pasties. And I was like, Oh, well that answers that question. And then, yeah, I was, I was literally like, Trying to do the floor show with like my holding my boobs, and Leandra danced up next to me and it hissed, tap out. <laughs> so I ran backstage and fixed it. This oh. is exactly
1: what I want if I'm going to a show like that. That's perfect.
2: Yeah. Yeah. the things did not get naked. Yeah. Like, that's the sort of thing that doesn't bother me, but is against the rules of the theater. So.
1: Oh, I was talking to someone. What was I was on another show recently and that came up. Um, I was on another show. It was my show. I've just realized (laughs) it was on my Patreon show all about rent. Uh, And I was talking to my guest, Alison Grimm, and that came up in conversation. I didn't realize in America, you've got to be very careful about being naked on stage. Yeah. Or at least where she is.
0: Well, I think that (laughs) Washington, Go ahead, Leandra, you would know more about this. So in Washington, D.C., this is considered a a gender equal city in so much as it is not illegal Mm. for women to wander around topless. And because of that, it is not technically against the rules for people to perform topless. However, it is... Even though there, uh, I hang around almost exclusively very liberal people. There are substantially more conservative people in this area, perhaps because of the government or military, what have you. Mm. And anytime somebody does wander around topless, it causes a huge stir.
1: Uh, so it okay. doesn't
0: happen terribly frequently.
1: Ah, that's the thing with America. I know nothing I'm told is ever a blanket because you have so many different (laughs) rules in different places. Because I know here you can just do what you want pretty much with it. Well, as in, in a show you can, you can't walk around like that. But like I regularly go to a show where there's a poet who just performs his poetry completely naked. He's just (laughs) dick out.
2: (laughs) Yeah. I. I'm not. I, I just. Yeah. It. It wouldn't be probably worth it to the theater to allow us to to allow us to do it. But um, but I obviously take a more laissez-faire view of nudity than most people. So.
0: Plus, if
1: it's an accident, wink, wink. There's nothing <laughs> yeah, they can do. Like, oh, I'm sorry. You know, I took all precautions.
0: <laughs> Except I'm. I've known the the manager, our point of contact at the theater, for a million years. And I don't think that he would believe me <laughs> if I said, yeah, whoops, this happened multiple times.
1: Hey, he's got to prove otherwise.
0: <laughs> where Frank has now led Rocky to with the weights, it's on the other side of the elevator where I'm not sure anyone else could see it. So the Transylvanians are able to see above stuff, but there's still an elevator shaft directly in front of them. And Brad and Janet, uh, I guess, might be able to see more. But as far as people who have a very reasonable chance of seeing most of this, it's really Christopher Biggins and Imaging Clare are are possibly the only two who can see what's going on. And I'd like to think that that's why you don't hear much in the way of reactions,
1: that's a strange choice, though, isn't it?
0: Why would you do that? And one of the continuity things in this scene, something that I love and it frustrates me to no end now that I've noticed it, is Frank throws the uh, the red drape off of the weights and just puts them on the ramp and then it stays there in a clump for the rest of the scene until somebody has to run up the ramp and <laughs> then it's gone. So I love that.
1: That's great. That's great. Because they, they clearly are like, we're planning, like, right, run up the ramp. Now. Oh, wait, no, crap. We need to move this. It's a hazard. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, it's that continuity. Sue, uh, Sue Mary is just, uh, she's so good at uh, her job. She's definitely not a potted plant. mm <laughs> So I think that that's really all of my specific notes for this minute. Does anybody have anything else before we jump into callbacks? No. I mean, they're... I've just
1: got some generic notes about the movie overall. I can save them for another yeah, bit. Or... Yeah, I just um no, good. I you know, I, it's not my favorite musical, sorry, but I do love it uh Your because it, you know voice. it did so much for queer representation and whatnot even if frank is an arsehole like we talked about uh and i imagine that this is the first time a lot of people saw a man dressed the way that tim curry is <laughs> certainly mm-hmm. for me it was uh well this and british comedians like julian clary and eddie azard who you probably know over there um mm-hmm. That was all like they, that. That trio is like my introduction to this. Like, oh, okay, you can you can play with gender. Like, what, what's going on? This is strange and uh, and and exciting. It, it felt uh, I don't know. Yeah, the, those comedians specifically because they were on TV all the time and they were acceptable to your parents because they were doing comedy. It it still felt a little bit naughty though. Like, oh, I don't think I'm supposed to be watching this. <laughs> and Frank was the same. Like, uh, there's a little little bit of uh, of danger there and it, it was very exciting and uh, yeah i imagine a lot of people probably found it that way especially when it came out because what else would you have had david bowie that's about it
0: yeah it's so weird talking with my dad about rocky now because he uh, he was obsessed with rocky when it was still hugely popular in the 80s mm. and we though we get into these conversations about how it's changed and the uh, the different ways that uh, that culture has kind of changed around it and uh, the first time that he had even heard of rocky was he was walking down a street and somebody dressed as Brad and somebody dressed as Janet had signs that said Tim Curry is god.
1: <laughs> I mean and it's he true. Was like I
0: need to find out what does that mean? That and is a,
1: That is an enticing advertisement, isn't it? Like well now I need to see it.
0: <laughs> yeah.
1: And he proves that he is god with the greatest line delivery in the history of cinema, vulnerable. <laughs>
0: oh my god absolutely (laughs) there are so many words he says that are just they're stuck in my head for the rest of my life and in a very good way yeah
1: like i i pick up all of his little mannerisms because this is not the way anybody speaks this isn't an english thing i
0: i would be shocked if other people have three syllables (laughs) in the word pounds
1: (laughs) (laughs) i can't even do a good impersonation of it it's like pounds I love it. It's so good. Everything about the character is great. Like the yeah. only thing that I get confused about though, with the movie is like what what is the actual story? <laughs> like what, what happens? Are we supposed to be kind so, of left like, in the dark a little bit because they're aliens? Like we don't really know what's gone on at the end.
0: What I tell people oh, when they're like, "I've never heard of Rocky. What? Oh, what is this about?" I say it's the gay musical parody of Frankenstein's monster with aliens. <laughs> and there, if if they ask me to give more of a synopsis, I go, "No."
1: <laughs> yeah, you can't, just watch it. You can't do any more of a synopsis, and if you tried, you'd you'd make it sound worse than it is.
0: Yeah. Like the the more info I give, the less likely that this person's going to want to find out more. So just I'm, I keep it as a small little nugget of information and like watch it. You'll like it. Trust me. <laughs> and if you don't just lose my number.
1: <laughs> no, I, I like that because if you try to explain like Frank like what would you say he's kind of like he's got sort of dracula like hypnotic powers seemingly because he doesn't really persuade people into sleeping with him he just sort of seems to be like he can seduce them with a look
0: (laughs) yeah i mean frank could suggest any number of things and i go i mean yeah that's fine yeah i I could oh yeah you want me to just like wake up in the middle of the night and have dinner that that's good i'm (laughs) into it sure
1: I mean, I wouldn't argue with Tim Curry. The only thing I do argue with in general is, um, I, I think you're on my wavelength with this. Almost every song on the soundtrack is better than time warp, right? Yes. Yeah. 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 Thank God.
0: It's
2: not one of my favorites. It's, it's great. Uh, but yeah, it, I, I understand also why it's the big hit that people remember because it, you know, mm. people love dance instructions and things like that. But
1: Oh, yeah. Well, here it was a huge song. Like I knew the song before I knew Rocky Horror. It was always played. People would always play it at like a wedding or a school disco. These kind of situations where you had to play something that's uh, this is hilarious thing to say about anything. Rocky Horror. Play something that's somewhat wholesome. (laughs) Time Warp. Yes. Yeah. People can dance to it. It's a party song. It's great
0: it's that and the chicken dance
1: yeah that would always come on as well in those situations yeah both of them and it's it's weird to think of it because it's in rocky horror a, a subversive queer piece of art you know
0: yeah and you take you take it out of context and it's very tame mm-hmm. but within its context it's there's a lot going on with it and honestly if you if you're listening to the lyrics and you're listening through the the, the steps of it doing pelvic thrusts <laughs> at people <Yeah. laughs> is it, it is not the sort of conservative family friendly thing that I think that people <laughs> think of but but yet yeah uh, we've had multiple uh, guests on that say oh yeah we did this in like our middle school dances
1: yeah well the first time I saw Rocky Horror live I'd seen the movie it was my I'm going to translate for Americans. My high school did a production of it, and it was it was weird watching it with the teachers and things. And like Frank was played by, I guess the the English equivalent of the jock, like he was the captain of the rugby team, you know. Uh, but it was great. It worked somehow. I don't know. It was it was an odd combination of things, but he played it perfectly. You'd think he'd be Rocky. No.
0: And I think that's interesting because when Tim Curry was first approached to be in the Rocky R Show, it was because they were uh, they were wandering around to different gyms in the area trying to find a Rocky.
2: Oh, and
0: uh, and of course, Tim Curry is, is not a beefcake. Uh, he's uh, particularly back then very, very lithe, hmm. almost waifish, but in a very toned sort of yoga oh, body sort of way. Oh, in good
1: shape, like, yeah, yeah.
0: Yeah. Uh, so at first they're like, ooh, would would you like to be Rocky? No, you're clearly Frank. <laughs> clearly you're Frank.
1: <laughs> and magic was made that day.
0: Oh, absolutely.
1: <laughs> and My only other thing that, about the whole movie in general, I don't want to make you go down a whole rabbit hole of talking about the whole movie, but for me... If I'm picking my favorites, it's I'm going home and superheroes. They're my oh, right.
0: No, those are definitely in the top for me. I uh, every time we finish a song, uh, Kelly goes, "Well, where does this rank?" And I go, "I don't know. <laughs> They're all tied for best and worst."
1: Yeah, you, it's hard to rank these things. People ask me that with Hedvig, and it's like, "Ah, oh, have I got to choose really?" I, I, I consider it all one big song. Yeah. That's the best way of looking at it, but if I'm forced they're my duo because I don't know it's just so emotional I love the second half of the movie the most in general like I, everyone seems to like the first half I'm all about the second half of the film where it descends into madness
0: <laughs> my uh, my first favorite song from uh, from Hedwig was Wicked Little Town because obviously mm-hmm. um that was just kind of the uh, I, I think the most accessible was the first one that I heard without watching the movie. Oh, okay. And then as I as I watched it, I had a favorite every time <laughs> a song came up. I, I walked down the aisle at my wedding to Origin of Love.
1: <gasps> That's so, amazing. I'm jealous. Yeah, and I,
0: I got super weepy at it because no. I was like, oh, my God, this is so good. <laughs>
1: Well, I I would have stolen that idea, but I am now single, so that's not happening anytime soon.
2: <laughs> so, listeners, write in if you would like a date with John.
1: Oh, hell yeah, hell yeah, I'm I'm willing to give it a go at this point. <laughs> all, all all genders, you know, whatever. Write in. <laughs> I'm
2: to think so if I had I guess any other.
1: You
2: um... know, yeah, are we good to go into callbacks, guys? Yeah, let's go. Uh, let's jump on in, Kelly. What you got? The First word of this minute is success after him saying, oh, I just love success. And the callback to that is you love anything that sucks. (laughs) Uh, Right before Columbia, right after Columbia pisses Frank off and before he slams his hands down and makes her jump up off the tank, she's leaning on it. Uh, People will say either, get your tits off my tank, or it's the itty-bitty titty ejector (laughs) right before he slams and she jumps up. When Frank asks Janet what she thinks of Rocky, the typical callback is, lie through your teeth, slut. And then she says, I don't like men with too many muscles. And then the callback is, just one big one, and Brad's looking right at it. Because as Leandra mentioned, uh, Brad is... (laughs) Even adjusting his glasses and looking directly at Rocky's cock. (laughs) And then the Charles Atlas seal of approval. I hinted earlier that there's a callback for that. It is to make seal noises and clap like, ork, 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 ork. (laughs) Uh, And then right before a weakling weighing 98 pounds, you can say, describe Brad or describe, insert any, Weak man that it's funny to make fun of right now. Like, uh, Jeff Sessions was big for a while, but now <laughs> he is fortunately a, a, just a gleam in our rear view mirror. So that one probably wouldn't be relevant anymore.
0: I remember when Justin Bieber was the funny one. Uh, Whoa. Uh, <laughs> back when dinosaurs roamed the earth. Like, no, <laughs> no, yeah, he's I like still. A... I still
1: think he's like 14, right? Yeah.
0: <laughs> right. Yeah. Mm. And before that, it was to uh, describe the Hanson girls because, you know, it was the 90s and, you know. Yeah. It's fun to say uh, say stuff like that.
2: Uh, do you have any other quotes, Sandra?
0: Yeah. So this is kind of at the at the end of the last minute and the beginning of this one. It's the, oh, I just love success. You can say, oh, I just love some sex. <laughs> and then riffraff says he's a credit to your genius you can say he's a credit to your penis
1: <laughs> Oh, these are all brilliant and
0: magenta when she says the triumph of your will before that you can say what's your favorite german movie <laughs> which doesn't quite go well but uh, but if people know about the the history of that <laughs> then uh, then it's like an ah uh, ah uh, oh as an amateur
1: historian that's my mm-hmm. favorite one <laughs> Not not my favorite movie. Can I just say my favorite joke?
0: And for those of you who are like, what the fuck are they talking about? It's because there was a nineteen thirty-five film called Triumph of the Will. Of the Will.
1: And <laughs> the <accent there. laughs>
0: yeah. I, yeah, it was a Nazi propaganda movie, which, you know, high humor.
1: Well, it ties yeah. into Rocky though. Because there's, you know, certain questions to be asked of the good doctor. What's his background? Hmm.
0: He's Dr. Von Scott.
1: Yeah. What are they trying to say there?
0: (laughs) And then let me just take a look in a book. It's reading Rainbow. It's crashed my my list, (laughs) but that's okay. So Columbia says he's okay. You can say he's not gay. (laughs) And then Frank goes, not gay. Um, in response,
1: like surprised, like what?
0: Yeah, <laughs> what? I built him that way. So then, when no, when Frank says, "Brad and Janet, what do you think of him?" There's see, slut, lie, lie, slut, lie, <laughs> which is I, I think better than the lie through your teeth. Yeah, and that's really that's really all I have. All right. So if that is all we have and uh, we don't want to talk a little bit more about either drag queens are cooking <laughs> or cooking um, or Pokemon, <laughs> I guess we just rack th- wrap this up. We
1: all can right. wrap it up. I had one thing I forgot to say. Just one thing. Oh, go for it. Because when we were talking about it being like Hedvig, I forgot to say, actually, there's one difference That I I, uh, find interesting because Hedwig's been reconceived for film, whereas Rocky to me, despite being a movie, it feels like more like a filmed play to me. It, It feels like it's on the stage and there's just cameras pointing at them.
0: And I guess that makes sense because the Rock Heror Show came first, and a lot of the people who were involved in in that originally came right along for the movie. And yeah. I guess they weren't interested in messing with a good thing
1: i i I think that both of them are great approaches because Hedvig would be kind of hard to do as a movie if you're just translating the stage show straight up because it's basically just Hedvig standing there telling you a story
0: yes that would be very boring
1: (laughs) whereas this is perfect like you don't need to change anything it's it's already good to go just film the goddamn stage show and like you know mix it up a little bit maybe but it's it's there it's ready roll with it
0: yeah this adaptation for the screen is definitely better at least in my opinion uh, than for instance hamilton
1: I love yeah. Hamilton though, but I have nothing to compare. I've never seen it live or who who has you can't get tickets still cuz you know <laughs> there's been a pandemic in the meantime.
0: <laughs> oh yeah, we're still going through that. How are you doing over there?
1: Um eh, it's it's starting to improve a bit. I went out once a few weeks ago for the first time in a year and a half. <laughs> I went to the pub. Oh, my God. It was like the old times again, except you're not allowed to move.
0: I I somewhat recently got my uh, my second shot for the vaccine, mm. and uh, and now I can go out amongst people. <laughs> and it's so weird. And I'm running out of excuses to not do just that because I don't particularly like people.
1: Well, you've still got to be safe, though. You That's know? true. If this is staying in or not, I don't know if you want to date the show, but, you know, people – be safe. Still, it doesn't protect you a hundred percent. I, I work for yeah. uh, you know the National Health Service. I know this. Don't be, don't be screwing around.
0: <laughs> and absolutely, I think that uh, people are starting to uh, think that it's over, so they can just go back to normal. And please don't. Oh God. Please, yeah. please, not that.
1: Uh, at least we don't have too many of them. We we just get the weirdos who think it's a hoax. You know, like you like you get there.
0: <laughs> yeah. Uh, unfortunately they're uh, they're not stuck in any geographical location
1: (laughs) yeah because of the internet (sighs) god damn it it might bring you you (laughs)
0: it
1: might bring you wonderful things like rocky horror minute but then it also brings you things like this
0: All right, so let's go ahead and wrap this up the same way that we wrap up all of our episodes with all of us trying to speak at the same time with now. now you don't have, have to, to go, go, go home, home but, but you can't, can't stay you. here so get, so the, so get, fuck get the out, fuck out. <laughs>